everyone, and welcome to Dance It Out, a Grey's Anatomy podcast. We're your hosts, Jasmine Petty. And Giuseppe Corallo. Thank you to everyone for joining us. Today, we're going to be talking about this week's episode of Grey's Anatomy entitled Legacy. So if you haven't seen it yet, there are spoilers ahead. So to start off, Giuseppe, how are you? I'm good. I'm fine. And I'm pretty excited because I did a crazy thing last mm-hmm. night. So I was... Um, I was very eager to see, you know, Jesse Williams play, which is showing right now in Broadway, New York. Mm-hmm. It's a gay themed play called Take Me Out. Mm-hmm. And it goes full frontal in it as well. I think that oh is important info. Yes. <laughs> and I booked a ticket. Oh, it's so, New York? Yes. Yes. And I live in Italy. For people who do not know this, I live in Italy. So now I have to plan my trip. I took days off from work and I'm going, uh, if COVID allows it, of course, because it's going to be complicated, I could be positive before leaving. So I hope so. But the plan is this. I have the ticket in front row, row A, and mm. I'm going to go in New York in mid-May. So yeah, I can... How long, how long are you going for, if it allows? I, I think it's... Uh, the show, you mean? The Broadway no, show? No, I mean, how long is your trip? Oh, I, I leave on Wednesday and uh, I come back on Tuesday in Italy. Okay, so about a week. Okay. I was thinking this could be an opportunity for the two of us to meet in New York to see the play, Jasmine. Just think about it. All right, Canada, I'll think about Canada, it. Canada is nearer than Italy. So if I did it, <laughs> I can do it. Yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> what about you? How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Uh, today's my birthday. Yes! Happy birthday, Jasmine! So what are you going to do for tonight to celebrate? Uh, tonight, um, my friend Amy that I've talked about and some friends of ours, we're all going to a nice Italian restaurant. Uh, mm. They're known for their pasta and Little Italy. So uh, yeah, that's what we're doing tonight. Okay, so people who are listening, just wish Jasmine a happy birthday <laughs> when you listen to this podcast, to this episode. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so Jasmine, do you want to start with a 30-second recap? Yes. Uh, can you uh, can you count me down? Absolutely. Three, two, one, go. This week on Grey's Anatomy, we see Meredith, Amelia, Kai, and Tom come together to perform Dr. Hamilton's long-awaited and groundbreaking surgery, while Bailey receives an unexpected offer from an old med school friend who's now at NASA. Meanwhile, Owen's impatience with his recovery makes him a difficult physical therapy patient, which forces Link to step in and intervene, and Joe and Teddy bond over day drinking at Joe's bar. Richard attempts to talk to Levi about what happened, and Nick makes a liver transplant surgery a teaching moment. Ta-da! A lot happened during this episode. Mm -hmm. So do you want to start telling us what did you think about this episode? Yeah, I start off, I think, I like this one more than the previous episodes that we saw. Um, It felt felt like an episode from a previous season, right? The flow was better. The flow was better. Um, my one, I think, overarching complaint about this episode was there was a handful of things that they did that, you know, took me out of the story, you know, that like they were asking me to suspend my disbelief a little bit too far, um, which bothered me because I felt like it took away from the stronger elements of the episode. Um, okay. So, for example, you know, the last few episodes we've seen, it's been Christmas time. Uh, we've seen, you know, it's been snowing and we've seen Christmas tree, you know, ornaments sitting on, you know, nurses stations that kind of thing and so it's been winter and it's been Christmas time so following that timeline um you know this episode should have taken place in January January in Seattle and both Minnesota are very cold and snowy and wintry 
And yet, if you watch this episode, um, it looks like springtime, it looks like summer. And, you know, they said, you know, they said it had been, I think, what, 10 days since Owen's, uh, since the accident. Um, Given that it should be cold, well, it's no longer Christmas time, it should be cold and snowy, and we should see that in the background. And yet we see Nick biking to work. Um, We're seeing the characters out and about, they're wearing light jackets. Um, it looks very summery, either spring or summertime. And while I am not currently in Minnesota or, you know, Seattle, um, I can tell you right now, at least, in, you know, my part of the world in North America, it is cold and it is snowy and it does not look like that. Um, and so that, you know, really took me out of the episode because every time, you know, they'd show a scene outdoors, I'd look at it and go, that doesn't like that's very clearly Los Angeles where they film where it's warm and sunny all the time. And what bothered me was, you know, as we said in the previous weeks, the writing feels very lazy this season. And they could have explained that through dialogue. They could have said something. They could have explained a time jump. Uh, you know, there's lots of things they could have done. But they instead they say, oh, it's been 10 days, you know, since the accident. And yet it's somehow gone from winter to spring and in a way that just doesn't make any sense um, in the yeah. cities in either, you know, in Minnesota or in, in Washington. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I get why they do that. I mean, it bothers me a lot too, because, you know, this, this is a big error in continuity, as you said, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the point is that this year they wanted to do a Christmas episode. There was a winter finale, which aired in mid December. So they wanted to ask uh, for us to feel that wintry feeling and then of course they came back late february now we're in march so they don't want to show in three times during march since the episode uh, the episode is airing now so i get that but at the same yeah, time but- as you said it's just lazy writing yeah absolutely. yeah and not so lazy writing but i think because march at least where i live is a very weird month like it's either beautiful and sunny in springtime or it's wintry and snowy and it tends to be weather-wise a very weird month um, so if you live in North America, I mean, depending on where you are, of course, if you live in a place with all four seasons, um, you, you know that. So it's like they could have they could have explained it by saying something like, I mean, I, I can't tell from Minnesota, but like they could have explained it by saying like, oh, you know, it's nice that we had that spring thaw. Don't know how long it's going to last. You know, they could have addressed it yeah, in a way that would have made sense for, you know, audiences here in, in North America and other places with a similar climate. But instead, they, they chose not to, and yeah, that 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 kind of took yeah. me out of the yeah. the episode. And what about the big thing happening in this episode, which was the surgery that we have been? I mean, the se- this season has been leading up to this moment: a doctor Anderson surgery, mm-hmm. surgery. So, did you think it, it lived up to the expectation? Uh, I feel like it did and it didn't. Uh, I really enjoyed seeing Tom back. I love Tom as a character. I was happy to see him back. Um, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed all of his scenes. Um, and I, I liked the surgery scenes, like for Dr. Hampton surgery, the prep that we saw, the make me teaching moment, you know, all that stuff. And they had me right up until one of the nurses told Amelia that Owen was the one being operated on. And like the seasons, that bothered me because they had two, they had at least two separate storylines in the past 
but I think it might have been more than that, where they established that hospital policy is that if a surgeon is operating and their loved one, a family member, a friend, someone they care about needs surgery, you do not page them, you do not call them, you do not tell them until they're out of surgery. And so the fact they randomly broke that protocol when they had that in place for, you know, for Derek, for, you know, when stuff was happening with Henry, um, you know, I think there might have even been another storyline about that. Um, I really liked it until they pulled back because it made no sense. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> Ilya is not Owen's wife anymore. So yes, but she, they, you know, they they have a, you know, they had they had a child yeah. together. They, you know, yeah, ex wife. But who doesn't have history with each other in that hospital? Yeah, but still, I mean, also the fact that like they told Amelia that rather than just pulling Tom out of surgery or like mm -hmm. he eventually did go, but they could have said. The drama, the drama, Jasmine, the drama, the drama. Yeah, they, me, when it's drama that doesn't make logical sense, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I know, I get it, I get it. It's the same for me. Yeah, I have to say that I, I'm, so I loved this episode, as you said, because the flow was better and because mm -hmm. it was the big moment, which was the surgery. And I really loved, liked it, I have to say. But at the same time, there was something that, which bothered me. I don't know if... If you felt the same way, but I felt like there was this big expectation around the surgery, and, that, and now this is going to be a teaching moment. So let's open this surgery to everyone so that everyone can see it. Mm -hmm. And you know, everyone was pretty excited. Oh my God, what's happening in this hospital? And now it's going to be monumental and everything else. And then the surgery just happens, and it's like, yeah, it happened, and nobody talks about it. It's like, I, I didn't like the end of the episode was a little bit lackluster in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. I, they broke I, them I, up I and then Yeah, I would have loved them to see them celebrate the surgery to let me understand at what stage of the research they mm -hmm. are, because I'm pretty confused right now. So what happened in the surgery? Is he is he still sick? This is just the first step. I don't know, it just confused me. So for, for them to to give such attention to this moment and then for them to just say okay let's move to another story it just didn't make a lot of sense to me story-wise mm -hmm. so but one thing that I loved for sure was the fact how the episode opened and how the episode ended I mean the fact that it was this big day for Meredith um and I guess this is the reason why I love this episode so much because when Meredith is at the center of the story I guess I I like it more, even if I have to say one thing. And Jasmine, maybe you can, you are more, I don't know, you got it more than me this, but what's Meredith's role in this case? Because she was like in the ER and she didn't do anything. I mean, yeah, not in the ER, in the, in the OR, but, and she didn't do anything. So uh, what's her role exactly? I don't know either. And that was my thing, even when she was in Minnesota, I think it's why one of the many reasons I don't like the Minnesota storyline is it's not clear, like she seems to be bringing attention to the project, bringing people in, more like coordinating the project. But, you know, Amelia and Tom appeared to be performing the surgery and, you know, Kai was checking the, like the samples and the nurses were assisting. And, and I felt like maybe she was involved with part of calibrating the machine but then you had the technicians and the nurses standing around, you know, giving them information about the machine. So I'm, yeah, I, I too am confused. I'm not really sure what her role was. That wasn't super clear to me. And to be honest, her role in this whole project has not been uh, super clear to me 
um, they haven't really clarified that with dialogue to a point that I can understand it. Yeah, so I mean, I, 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 I feel like she's the face of this project, but she isn't doing she isn't doing any heavy lifting. Yeah. So even though it's going to be a success for Meredith, it's going to be a little bit like she will steal the spotlight from Amelia because she's doing the most of the work with with Kai. So I mean, this thing bothers me a little bit. Anyway, so I was pretty excited because the episode opened with this shot of Meredith uh, in the park, which I loved. And it just brought back memories from past seasons. <laughs> and I loved how in this episode, it is her big day. And then we have it's cut to, to Nick. And then the end of the episode ends with the two of them together. Mm -hmm. And I love them because these to me, cements them, uh, I mean, it just, it makes them like now a powerful couple in the show. Because, you know, when an episode opens with them and an when an episode opens opens with a couple and an episode ends with that couple, mm -hmm. it just, they're big. And I'm really loving the two of them. I really love the chemistry. I really love how they text throughout the episode, how they update each other. I really loved. I really loved Nick's storyline in this episode. Uh, how we got to see him outside of Meredith, and how great he was with his patient. How he never takes for granted the gift that a donor does, even when he dies, when he, um, when the person dies. And I love the end because the the way Meredith is giggling this season, it's just so refreshing and it's just so beautiful and it's. Oh my God, I just cannot say how much I love the two of them together. They have such amazing chemistry, in my opinion. And I just cannot be more, I couldn't be more excited for next week's episode because it seems like it's going to be very Mernick heavy. And then finally, the I love you might fly in the air, might be in the air. So what do you think about the two of them? Are you changing your mind? Are you still opposed to the two of them? Yeah, my mind hasn't changed. I don't like them together. I don't think they have chemistry this season. Um, I found, like, I, I can appreciate what you're saying, um, but I found the dialogue, particularly at the end of the episode when she shows up to see him, very poorly written. And she says, you know, the only problem was that the only person I wanted to celebrate with was, you know, lives this many, you know, miles away. And, and Amy and I both turn to each other and says, the only person not her children, not her family, not her sisters, not the people that were actually in the room. We don't see them celebrating at all. You know, we don't get to really understand the significance of the surgery after they built it up. And then she says, Nick, the only person, which means that she abandoned her children. Again, who is watching her children this whole time? Everyone's at the hospital. But we, we're just seeing a little portion of her life. And so I, I yeah, just- but we and used I to see more. Wanted. That's my point. We used to see her whole life and now we only see slivers of it. Yeah, well, that's because her screen time has decreased. But anyway, I, I'm just enjoying Meredith's storyline this season, of course, because I like the pairing, as you know. And so I just, I, I love to see that a woman is not just a mother and the fact that she can have fun, she can be, she can go to a cabin in the woods and be with her lover and their children are going to be fine. And then she's going to, she's going to see them in two days, three days, whatever. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying that, you know, it would take them five seconds of dialogue to explain that. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get it. I get it. I get it. what you say. And also we had a big return in this episode. We had Tom's return. Yes. Yes. I love Tom. I loved all of his scenes. I loved his humor. Um, yeah. I feel like he really brought something. I miss him as a character and I was happy to see him back. And 
I did also like the scene where, you know, Owen finds out that Tom's the one doing the surgery and they kind of had that moment where, you know, you know, Tom kind of realized, okay, like not the time for jokes. No one was like, you know, yeah. he decided to be the bigger person. And they kind of went like, well, this isn't ideal, but we can't pull Amelia out of surgery. That's not, that's, that's a, like, that's a worse idea. Um, yeah. So we're just going to both be the bigger person about this. And um, I like that moment. And yeah, I really enjoyed uh, seeing him back. That was the, that was the big bright spot for me in, in this episode. Okay, so then it was, of course, the bright spot. And then there was a shocking moment. I mean, mm -hmm. I was shocked, but really shocked to see Barrett, that resident, right? You were shocked, really? Oh, I saw that coming. No, I was shocked. I, I, I really? never was, because I, I didn't think they would go there. I just thought they wouldn't. And then they did. And there was that kiss and it was like, what? Is no, this I saw that coming a mile away. No, I, I was, I, I mean, now I'm so curious to see where the storyline goes because where does he go? What, why did they make him kiss? What happens next? What's in store for this storyline? Is, are they leading up to something? I just don't know. I'm so, so curious to see what happens next. I, I was shocked. I, I was like, I had the same face the Bailey had. <laughs> so you were like Bailey in this episode. Yeah, I was like Bailey. I was like in horror and so you saw that coming. Yeah, well, when he first showed up at Grace Sloan and he was kind of, you know, only one to be taught by Bailey, only one to hang around her. I remember, you know, Amy and I talked about this and we're like, okay, either he's into her and he's going to make a move. He's some kind of creepy stalker. He's got some kind of angle. Maybe it's about someone that a patient he lost, a family member. There's some kind of angle here. And then it just kind of, you know, we didn't see much about it. And in this episode, you know, you could see them really bonding, you know, when they were talking and then like they're in the OR gallery. And like that moment where Maggie's like, oh, I like, like, I like Wally, you know, when they're talking about robots. And then yeah. they kind of laugh, like they got their own like inside joke. And Maggie's looking at them like, what the hell? That was the moment I'm like, oh yeah, like there's, he definitely is into her. I don't know if Bailey realizes it. And you get to the end of it. I saw that coming. Amy and I both saw it coming. And Bailey seemed shocked. And I'm like, how did she not see it coming? To me, it was very obvious that's you know that he had developed feelings for her and thought the feeling was mutual because you know the way she was responding but I think from Bailey's perspective this was just somebody who she happens to share something in common with who she's enjoying connecting over stuff with so she didn't um she's got so much on her plate she didn't you know she didn't clue in until he did that and realized oh shoot like this was you know she does not feel the same way so yeah, I don't know where they're going to go with that, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that I liked was about this episode was how, as you said, they kept having these things in common, this, um, this interest in sci-fi fiction, you know? Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a nice throwback to Bailey from the season four finale in which we discovered that she had a passion for, for Star Wars. Yes. Oh, or I think she has expressed it in other episodes. She has, yeah, it's come up uh, over time. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I, I love when there are these traits that keep popping up in a character because it makes them feel more, um, more real. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I, I, another reason why I think this episode was a good one was because um, the, the weird combos of characters was back. I'm mm. talking about Joe Ted and Teddy and <laughs> Link. I mean, I like 
they yeah joe and teddy they drinking i mean i love when they switch it up when we have new pairings in the show i'm talking about friendship pairings when yeah. two people who haven't connected so much too much just suddenly talk to mm -hmm. each other or in this case talk at at each other and that's what i loved about their interaction joe and teddy are not confiding are not listening to, are not listening to each other they are they are in their own bubble and they just keep making confession without the other hearing that confession because they're too involved with their own problems mm -hmm. and i think this is so so classic grace yeah i did enjoy their day drinking um Amy and I were joking about like how when Teddy gets up and is like, she's been drinking, decides to go play darts. And Amy goes, I never get why they have darts and bars. Yeah, let's give sharp objects to drunk people who are upset. Like, <laughs> and just how funny that was. And yeah, I, I really enjoyed their day drinking. Um, I saw some people comment, they wish they, they it gone a bit further. Like I wish that those scenes had been deeper. Um, yeah. But I feel like that might be coming in an upcoming episode because they've kind of connected um you know over their day drinking and sometimes with characters you know when they connect like that that, that can lead to a deeper friendship um yeah. which i think could be interesting uh i really enjoyed that and i also enjoyed the scene when you know when link stepped in to help out with owen and that he's like you made like there's a rumor you made one of the physiotherapists cry and when link is talking about his problems and we know the audience where he's talking about joe and like Owen is lying there being like wait I thought you and Amelia were over and he says we are and he goes then I'm confused he goes I'm confused too <laughs> yeah. but didn't you find strange that in this episode it seemed like Link was developing developing feelings for Joe because we haven't had I saw any... it more well I, did, I didn't see it as him developing feelings I just saw it as him being kind of confused as to where they stood that was no. more how I, I saw it okay I thought that it was like starting to feel something for Joe and just mm. he felt like rushed and, and random to me. That's how he felt. Maybe oh. you're right. Maybe there was just the only impression that the writers wanted to to give. Yeah. And also I like the fact that um that Joe was paired with Teddy and the Owen was paired with Link because it was like the two halves of, of two couples, you know, <laughs> of the two couples. So yeah. I I really um, enjoyed it. And, and speaking of feelings, things between Joe and Link are so complicated right now. And just a moment to thank the writers because that scene with Link under the shower was, I think it was a very hot moment. He looked Link. good. I'll give, I'll give you that. He looked great. Right? He looks okay. great. Yeah. He looked great. I mean, I can see why Joe is falling in love with him. I completely can see that. Yeah. And I'm, I, I still see no chemistry. I mean, there was a moment, as I said, in which I saw some chemistry, some sparks flying, and then they kissed, and I didn't see any chemistry. And yeah. right now, I don't know. I just they think they feel flat to me. Mm. So we'll see. I'm not too. I'm not too connected to their storyline right now. Yeah, I said this before, but like my issue with this season is that like I'm not. I mean, apart from Mary of the Nick, I don't really hate any other couples. I just, I'm not into them. Like I'm, it's like that line, you know, Christina has an earlier season where I think, I think it's either Burke or Owen. I don't remember who she's married to at this point or like who, who she's with, but like Meredith, asks what's going on. And she's like, oh, like I'm Switzerland. Like we're Switzerland. Like we're in kind of no man's land. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how I feel about a lot of the pairings on the show right now. Basically, all of them except for like I, I don't like Meredith and Nick, but everything else, it's like I'm not against it. I'm not for it. I'm Switzerland. I'm just I'm in the middle. Like it's not nothing's grabbing me. So I'm not like I like the odd moment, but it's not it's not pulling on me. I'm just eh, it's just kind of happening. It's just kind of I'm just kind of watching it and. I think because I've gotten into a bunch of new shows recently that I've stumbled across and I'm really feeling the chemistry and I'm feeling the pairings and like, I'm really, really feeling it. And then every week, Amy and I watch this show and we're just kind of looking at each other like, this isn't, it's not grabbing me. So that's, that's where I'm at. And that hasn't changed. Um, so, and I honestly don't think it's going to unless the writing improves. I hope that I hope that it comes around because you know I mean I think that's the worst thinning when when you don't feel that attachment anymore. Yeah, it, it's better to hate a show rather than having like oh it's all. So I, I really like hope it's like it's planned. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm I have to say that I'm I'm excited for what comes next right now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and what comes next is that I think we should talk about. Richard and Levi. Yeah. Um, and to start off, I do want to say this. So my listeners have heard me talk about my friend Amy. In the previous episode, when the M&M took place, we were talking about the episode afterwards. And she said, like, that guy obviously needs to be admitted to psych. Like, he's not doing well. The last thing I want them to do is have Richard or Bailey go talk to him, like, at, you know, at his mom's place and try to snap him out of it. Because that is not what he needs. It's not how that works. And this episode aired. And so... So I should mention this. So when we're watching, we're now able to watch, not live, but like we're able to watch the next day. And before we had to plug in my laptop, but now we can watch it through the app on my TV. And so there are commercials. So, you know, we watch, we mute the commercials, we chat like in between, you know. Oh, I didn't know that. So you watch with the commercials on, okay. Yeah, so so now, yeah. So basically that's the trade-off. Like I don't have to plug anything in anymore. But, you know, there's commercial breaks, which is fine. You know, it's the same five ads. We just mute them and chat. But there was something off about this episode. So normally, you know, there's that the way the, the music or the sound will like it kind of it doesn't fade. The, it kind of makes that noise. And then it goes it cuts to commercial. Do you know the? Yeah. 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 So part of the problem with this episode is that it kept cutting out a few seconds before it was supposed to. The whole commercial break would go by. We'd come back and it would make that noise. And then there'd be a brief blackout and then it would cut to the next scene. Oh God, really? It's some sort of issue like with the broadcast. Um, so that was very jarring, you know, pace wise. So I, I will say, I think that did affect my enjoyment of this episode. And it, it wasn't anybody's fault. It was just a technical glitch, but that, that kind of threw the pace off a bit. And so we, we were talking in between, you know, during commercial breaks and, you know, that was basically what Amy and said, you know, she didn't want to see happen. And that's basically what they did this episode with Richard trying to talk to Levi. Just talking to someone and snapping them out of it is not, is not going to work like this. Like, in my opinion, anyway, Levi needs treatment. He needs to be admitted. He needs help. Um, mm-hmm. You can't just snap out of it. And that was, even though Richard didn't say that, that was kind of the vibe I got. So yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about that scene. Neither of us were. Um, what, what were your thoughts on it? No, I have to say that I didn't love that scene, those scenes as well, for the same reasons that you gave, and I agree with you. And also because I, I found that the dialogue was really lazy. I mean, I was so bored by those scenes because I was like, do we really have to keep talking about this get video game? 
as a metaphor for what's going on with Levi. I thought it was just lazy, lazy dialogue. And yeah. I'm sorry to say this because um, I think Levi's storyline has been the highlight for this past few yeah. episodes. I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying Jake Borelli's performance. I think it's great. And and I hope the story picks up from next episode because mm-hmm. as of right now, it's a little bit boring. So, yeah. Yeah, I felt like it, it felt like it was the highlight of the past few episodes and it really fell flat in this yeah. one. Yeah, and, right. And I felt like it could have been improved if Richard showed up and was like, or, you know, like Helm and Nico or like a group of the, you know, residents like showed up and, you know, kind of stayed an intervention to be like, hey, man, let's get you to a therapist. Let's get some yeah. help. Let's or like, let's say they brought somebody from the hospital with them. You know, they like therapists don't typically do house calls, but I feel like. What about Helm? Helm is his best friend. Yeah. There. I feel like pulling somebody from the hospital to come in and, you know, see if you can convince them to to come and get treatment would make sense. So I, I feel like there's a bunch of different things I could have done there as opposed to Richard trying to get him to snap out of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Um, Let's see how things progress from the promo from next week. It seems like we're going to have three big storylines, Morris and Nick at the cabin hoods. And then we're going to have Maggie finding a letter from Elise Gray. And then we're going to have some more Kay and Amelia. So I think it's going to be... Uh, an episode packed with good and bad things at the same time. So I'm really excited to see what happens. And okay, so it's time. What was your favorite quarter or scene? Um, I'd just say all of Tom's scenes. I really enjoyed. Um, I loved his one-liners. He's got some great zingers. And um, I enjoyed his scene with Owen. I enjoyed his scene where he's talking to Kai. Kai was explaining about the superhero pose and what it does. And then Tom said, you know, a cold shower, <laughs> she does it for me. So I, I really like that scene. I thought that was, um, I thought that was, that was funny. Uh, what about you? Well, I'm going to be boring, but I am going to go with the last Meredith and Nick scene. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah I think I it was. Okay. So that's our show. So if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe, like, rate, and review. And tell your friends, of course. Our theme song is inspired by Kevin McLeod. You can find us on Twitter at DancyLoudPod and on Instagram at DancyLoudGraysAnatomy. And before we say goodbye, again, Jasmine, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Giuseppe. And I'm Jasmine. And this is Dance It Out. A Grey's Anatomy podcast.